We're 60 seconds from this shot caller question of the day. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. And now that restaurants are back in business, All here's right. an important question you could be faced with. What do you do if you found a hair in your food? Yeah. A yeah. recent survey asked people that question, and just over half said they'd stop eating immediately and either send it back or just quietly not eat it. Uh, 25% said they'd be grossed out but still eat their food anyway. Uh-huh. And 10% said it wouldn't even bother them. Okay, gross. You know, I, I think I'm a 25%. I, I remove yeah. the hair, I act like I'm not going to eat it, and then I finish. I just push yeah. away that little part. I hold it up for a yeah. long time and decide if it's mine or not. Ew. <laughs> I do, because maybe maybe it could be mine, right? You never know. I just like how you start an investigation. <laughs> yeah, and if it's not, because I have pretty thin hair, so it's easy to tell for me, uh-huh. then I let, this, I let the server know. I feel yeah. like the restaurant wants to know those things. I don't yeah. say it in a rude way. I don't expect it to be comped or anything. Yeah. I feel like you would put the hair in there and then yeah. complain. And be like, excuse me. I would never do this something like that. This needs to be calm. Do you no. know who I am? There's one piece <laughs> left of the salad. Oh my god! And whenever I I tell the server anything, my husband just like shrinks under the table. Yeah. yeah. Confrontation. I'm like, I'm I just gonna let too. them know. They need to know yeah. when they're doing poorly, just like you do, Michael. <laughs> Everyone Such a jerk, can Jeffrey. be better. Anyway, text him to 78592. What would you do if you found a food in your hair out at a restaurant? A food in your hair? A food in your... Well, yeah, I, I get food in my Excuse hair me, all the I time. I the hair salad yeah. and there's yeah. arugula. <laughs> <laughs> You're just coughing. Yeah, ew, I coughed up a salad. Ew. We all go out in different ways, okay? Now that's out of the way. Let's get to the shot collar question of the day. We have a bucket full of names. We're going to draw one out, see who gets asked a trivia question. You want to give the right answer, because if you don't, you're going to get punished with a shock while singing a song. So text in to 78592. Tell us which one you'd like to hear. Brooke's drawing a name out because she had the shot caller last. Who'd you get, Brooke? <laughs> Jose Rudy Tootie Swiping Booty Bologna. Oh, <laughs> hello. That's so accurate. All right. Mm-hmm. I don't know how, but it is. Jose's yeah, putting on the shot caller. While that happens, Digital Jake, please read us the shot caller question of the day. For nine seasons and 201 episodes, The Office graced our screens and latched onto our hearts with mm. lovable characters like Jim, Pam, Dwight, and of course, their regional manager, Michael Scott, Michael. played by Steve Carell. Such yep. a good show. It actually hurts to think about, but Steve Carell was not the original choice to play mm. Michael in The Office. Oh my uh, gosh! The producers wanted a big-time dramatic actor to play a more gruff version of the role, huh. but when they approached this person about it, he passed on the opportunity, and it went to Steve Carell instead. What dramatic actor was the producer's first choice to play Michael Scott? I I would not have thought dramatic is what they were going for. Can you imagine if it's like Sean Connery? Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Robert De Niro. That's what she said. The tables. No, the (laughs) turntables. Oh, yeah. Weird. That's so, tricky. So the character of Michael Scott, though, is like middle-aged right. management. Yeah. You have to think middle-aged drama back mm. in early 2000s. And gruff. I think the, I know the meaning. It's like rough and gritty. Yeah. It's, like it's a portmanteau rough. of rough and gritty. Right. Yeah. Yes. Yes. If the, I always think like if the guy hopped on a motorcycle, you wouldn't bat an eye. Yeah. You know? Okay. But like Steve Carell on a motorcycle yeah. may make you question things. Yeah. And, and dramatic. So someone who's been in dramas or played serious roles before. What do you got? Who's your first? I'm thinking George Clooney right now. See, but I feel like he would be described as a heartthrob. Not as gruff. Not as gruff. Yeah. Oh. I mean, more of like, a, like a Liam Neeson may be oh. more of a gruff character. <laughs> That's so intense I for the office. Yeah. I will. <laughs>
<laughs> Liam Neeson's been like 60 years old for 40 Forever. years. I mean, but you got to think, you know, early 2000s. Even Steve Carell was pretty young back then at that point. Just imagining all of Michael's lines with other actors. Like yeah. Liam Neeson. What about, I, I mean. declared bankruptcy. <laughs> what about Denzel Washington? Ooh. I mean, because you got the sexy factor and you definitely have A-list gruff actor. Yeah. Right? A lot He's of dramatic. A lot of drama. That's really good. Okay, I think we need the question again. Steve Carell seems like the only logical choice to play Michael Scott, but that role almost had a completely different vibe because producers wanted an A-list dramatic actor instead. I'll tell you their first choice's work can be seen on HBO, Showtime, and he's been acting in movies for over 30 years. He's very famous. What dramatic actor turned down the role of Michael Scott in The Office? HBO and Showtime. I mean, that's anybody, though. I mean, you could say even Brad Pitt has probably had HBO shows, hasn't he? Yeah. What about acting in movies for 30 years, Harrison Ford? Hey, very gruff. Very serious and drama Also roles. has been 60 years for a long right. time. Yeah. yeah. People who play superheroes, I find Ooh. dramatic. Okay, what about another one? <laughs> I don't know. What about another one who can be gruff and also be really funny? Samuel L. Jackson. Yeah. Like, he rides both those lines to me. Yeah, very true. Or Gosh. Samuel L. Jackson's counterpart, John Travolta. It's not bad. <laughs> the reason this is so hard is because none of these people feel like they would ever be Michael Scott. Like, Steve Carell owned that role so well. But I keep thinking about George Clooney again. So just, just randomly thinking about George yeah. Clooney? Or <laughs> yeah, no, just no, as an answer stop. possibility, because I don't blame you, but we do I, need an answer. I feel like because he does have a dry sense of humor and he could probably do comedy, I am going to stick with George Clooney. Huh. All right. While it makes me feel yucky inside to even think about, mm. Steve Carell was not the first choice to star in The Office. The producers wanted an established movie star, and their first choice was hot off the success of the film Sideways, but he chose to stick with the silver oh. screen and premium cable shows rather than a lowly network TV comedy. That's why the showrunners eventually went with Carell after being turned down by none other than... Paul Giamatti. Oh. I printed off a picture for Alexis. Yeah, thank you. Sideways. Remember, Sideways was a movie where he, like, had a, like, they went to wine country or something. Isn't that it? That's correct. Okay. I have no idea. Yeah. Never seen that movie. Never heard his name. Never heard Paul Giamatti. What's he in? He's very famous. Sideways. He was on John Adams on HBO. Yeah, he's huge. District Attorney Chuck Rhodes. Something that people would have actually seen. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. He was in The Rhino, an amazing Spider-Man 2. He's a guy that's, like, Liar. He's in uh, everything, and you, you, as soon as you see him, you're like, oh, that guy. I'm yeah. disappointed. I don't know. <laughs> yeah. Just Google him, I, I guess. I still saw him, and I'm like, who's that guy? Anyway, didn't get it right, and somebody wanted to hear the song Hotline Bling by Drake. Ooh. Oh, Ooh, Drake would have been great to run that the office. Was. Oh, he was already in what's it called? Degrassi. 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 And that's something people have seen. <laughs> I'm with you. Yeah, all right, we go ahead. You used to call me on my cell phone Late night when you need my love <laughs> There you go. It's your shot caller question of the day. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. One thing that I've found that's really helpful for work and for just life in general okay. is making a daily to-do list. Oh. Yeah, oh. I am so much more productive with a to-do list. Yeah. Really? Yeah. And I never used to do it before I started working here, but I just need to make sure I'm on track for the day. So let me check. Okay. Are right, you uh, checking your list right Yeah, now? I got to check. So uh, look in the mirror and give myself 600 compliments. Oh. Whoa, wow. that's, Check. That's a long Oh, you've already you. done that. Knock that out first thing. <laughs> wow. Uh, turn the thermostat in studio down to make everyone suffer. Yeah. Yeah. 
hate you. It's Check. you. It's you. That can't oh be proven. You can't prove it. <laughs> So, yeah, deny my mom's phone calls, asking if I've gone to the dentist yet. Uh. Oh, oh, here we go. Well, this is perfect timing. All right, decline. Got that done. Check. Hi, Jeff's mom. All right, so far so good. And next. Oh, great. What's next? Ask Brooke what she's been thinking about while avoiding eye contact so she doesn't get turned on. Oh, oh, all right, here we that's go. So oh, that's gonna be difficult. I, yeah, it sure it doesn't. All right. <laughs> Here we go. I guess it's time for What's On Your Mind. We're going to do it. Zero eye contact yeah. coming up. I'm looking at you. Don't, don't you do it. <laughs> Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning, and this is a friendly reminder that you could live the rest of your life without breathing. What the? I don't think you can. Jeffrey. You you could. You can't live. The rest of it you could. Oh, and then, I mean, it wouldn't I be see, very long, yeah, yeah. but you could try. All right. Unfortunately, on this show, we're required to breathe mm-hmm. and yes, also put words in between the breaths. Yeah, yeah fair <laughs> it's, a, it's complicated stuff. <laughs> so we're going to demonstrate right now with a brand new edition of What's On Your Mind, where we go around the room talking and breathing uh-huh. to yeah. figure out what each member of the morning show has been thinking about Science. lately, starting with the breathing talking expert, Brooke. Yeah. What's on your mind? Well, my husband and I's big 10-year wedding anniversary is coming up. Wow. I know you guys made it this far. (laughs) 10 years already? Anyway, I know. I was going to say that. So 10 years feels like a big deal. And so to my husband, he's like, let's do something amazing. Mind yeah. you, we haven't planned anything, and we are legitimately like two and a half weeks out. Oh, okay. 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 It's be tough so at this he's point. like, "Let's fly across the country. Let's go to wineries. No. Let's do something tropical." Oh my gosh, plane tickets would be so expensive two weeks before the flight. That, and we literally have forty-eight hours. Yeah, I mean that is all the time that we have in True. a weekend. So I'm like, "Well, that's a great idea," but I mm. booked us a cabin, and we're going hiking. Um. That's oh. Like, oh. <laughs> what? He's so disappointed. Brooke, that's the opposite of exciting. That's like boring. Yeah. I just thought like being outdoors is kind of like where we really connected as a couple. He did propose like, outdoors, right? Exactly. And right. I also thought like he's not doing anything to make these plans happen. What? He's just oh, telling me his no. ideas and expecting uh. me to do What's it. wrong with him sharing some ideas for a nice 10-year <laughs> wedding anniversary It'd be with great. you? It'd be great if there was any follow-through on his side. Oh. So if he wants oh, to the winery. Yeah. He needs to play on the winery. So I'm just wondering if the listeners had any ideas that are also suitable for our text board. I mean, uh, how to make it a little extra special? Yeah. Doesn't sound like it's worth celebrating. I, I say you pass it. Yeah. Wait for a better experience next Nobody year. Nobody has any ideas to make it better. All right. Jose, what's on your mind? Well, you guys know I do love charity. And I do enjoy doing charity events. For example, recently I'm going to do a charity event with Joel McHale. Because us, us blue check marks, right? We got to stick together. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Are you talking okay. about the one I couldn't make it to? So yeah, yeah, yeah. Do it? The okay, one that yeah. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, thanks, by the way, Brooke. Yeah. Anyway, so <laughs> what I'm trying to get to is like, I don't really say no to charity events a lot. Mm-hmm. And a fan reached out to me recently and asked me if I could do an entire hour of comedy, Whoa. but at a boxing match. 
Oh. At a charity event. So this is like where wow, the, like long. they're fighting, then the bell rings, we go to the corner, and then Jose comes out on stage. Yeah. Could they not get a ring girl? Is that yeah. right? And the ring girl, hey, what's up with boxing gloves? Am I right? Yeah. I mean, what's the what's deal? What's this guy bleeding over oh, there? Hey. Were they smoking something when they came up with this idea? <laughs> that's, that's, not the, that's not all of it. Okay. Oh, wow. Really? After my one hour long set, they want me to put on gloves, what? get into a ring with a pro. Professional female boxer. Oh no! For three full rounds. What? This is a good and idea. Box a lady. You're gonna do this, right? For charity, and they could not reiterate it enough that this is for charity. By the oh, way, so it makes it wow. okay. So, are you looking for some tips on how to fight? No, I, I, I politely declined. I said uh, instead I will donate to the charity uh, event. Okay, but I don't want to donate my organs yeah. after getting them beat up in a fight. Yeah. Okay. So thank you. Someone else can get beat up for charity. I guess. Alexis, tell us what's been on your mind. Well, so last weekend was like any other weekend. I drank a lot, Mm -hmm. Ubering home, start feeling sick in the Uber. Uh, No, no, no. Open the door. Puke out the door. Normal. You're learning. Get out. Walk 10 blocks home. Okay. Uh, Because I left the Uber. Yeah. Well, my friend was like, we have to go. Okay. Then the difference is I wake up this time and I got charged $150 for throwing up in the Uber. What? I thought you made it. I thought you said you got out. Exactly. I I don't think I puked in it. I bet you hit the door, dude. Uh. My friend with me says she doesn't think I puked in it. It. Yeah, I'm sure she's a reliable source. <laughs> and, and like you were so drunk, everyone's like, I don't think. Yeah. <laughs> no, I kind of remember. I'm not 100% sure, so yeah. I like disputed it and was like, hi, are there photos maybe? So hopefully <laughs> I, I don't get embarrassed that they always puke everywhere. Uh, this yeah, puke was here when I got here. Yeah. So uh, someone else. That's not like my puke. My puke is cute. Yeah. Yeah. I got charged the max fee. I should have just stayed in the Uber and puked the whole way home. There you yeah. go. I walked so far. Might as well. All right, there's some karma points. So anyways, it was tough, guys. It sounds tough. Yeah. Jeffrey, what's on your mind? So the other day, whole morning show got together at this lakefront spot for a big show barbecue. Yeah. Yeah. And if you listen regularly, you know these people on this show. Afterwards, Jose voiced that he was pleasantly surprised that he didn't hate it. (laughs) Yeah. Jose was very nervous about going, thinking it wouldn't be his scene. But turns out he was fine. Yeah, Yeah. it was. It was fun. Alexis, meanwhile, was her typical happy-go-lucky self, spending most of the time playing with other people's children. (laughs) I did like the kids. Similar to her own age, it's good that she could find somebody to bond with. She was about the same height as a couple of them. Yeah, Yeah. we got very close. And then there was Brooke. I cooked for you. Could have made this lake barbecue extremely simple and enjoyable, but instead she complicated it with her crazy burger choices. Oh, boy. Normally when you do these cookouts, it's like, hey, do you want a hamburger or a cheeseburger? Yeah. Not with Brooke. For her, her two options were honey bacon blue cheese abomination burger or jalapeno cheddar artichoke spinach dip burger. I just, I just want plain meat I on my burger. I thought you had a refined palate. Every... She's like, who wants an ostrich hot dog? <laughs> <laughs> I have some <laughs> ostrich brats right Extremely here. Extremely complicated. <laughs> Everyone was having a good time till that happened. Because oh. <laughs> Brooke is manning the grill, acting like she knows what she's doing they over were there. Undercooked. Suddenly meats are severely undercooked. Her oh. children are crying over on the lunch table. Yeah. I heard her <laughs> son say, Mommy, don't we have any regular food? Yeah. <laughs> so I was crossing my fingers 
that nobody would get violently ill. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Why am I bringing all this up? Just yeah. hopefully Brooke has learned before our next barbecue. I thought you were going to say thank you. Oh. oh. No. Jeffrey, I hope you know that you just got yourself nominated for dealing with all the food next time. Oh, oh no, no. Not regular no. burgers. Uh-oh. Regular burgers and hot dogs. <laughs> that sounds way out of my league. You're going to show up with buns and meat, and you're not going to have any condiments. The it's rest gonna of the show is going to be totally happy with that, bro. You can have your meatloaf burger on your own. <laughs> anyway, text in to 78592. Tell us what's been on your mind. It's Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Texts are coming in to 78592 with people telling us what's been on their minds because we just shared what's been on ours. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Someone texted in, Brooke is so anti-men. Mm. Uh, yeah, true. Uh, that's not true. How am I anti-men, Jose? Uh, what? Yeah. Have you ever heard yourself? Brooke, okay. This I, is, this I is, have female equality. That is, that's not anti-men. Okay, uh, no, this is a good opportunity. Brooke, say something really nice about the male gender. Go uh, ahead. Yeah. After that setup, it's real hard. <laughs> <laughs> oh, great. See, you're funny. I love like Brooke. Okay. Really <laughs> 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 you get it, guys. Got another <laughs> text joke, in that says, way. what's the number I text to send Alexis pictures of my ass? Abs. Ooh. Alexis, you want these? Not saying my number, but DM me. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> I think you can just post them and she'll find them. That, <laughs> in the wild. that was from Ricky. He's eight years old. Oh, oh Ricky, Ricky might be friends with my little brother. Okay. Yeah. No. There's still a chance, Ricky. Don't give up. And, uh, He's like, Alexis looks at least 12. <laughs> got another one. It says, I have a secret confession. I've been in love with Jose since 2017. Whoa. Oh, my wow. God. Someone loves me? Yeah. Okay, hold on. I may cry right now. Uh, it's getting a little. I think it may be from a family member. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> so. Still, I'm shocked. <laughs> Keep your text coming in, 78592. Tell us what's been on your mind. La- you back. Laser <laughs> stories coming up. It's the radio segment that started a create-your-own-log-cabin business. Oh. oh. You can purchase the materials online for only 300 bucks. Whoa. And the name of his company, Sportin' Wood. For the sporty outdoorsman in you who wants to get their hands on a thick piece of lumber. Oh, yes, sir. That's sporting wood, wood you can trust. With laser stories, the segment where we read weird news stories from around the globe, just like everyone else does, except we have a laser, and those other dirt squirrels just don't. This first laser story is out of Denver. A guy named Andrew Roosh was sick of people letting their dogs poop outside his home mm-hmm. and not cleaning it up. Yeah. Ain't nobody got time for that, yeah. man. Yeah, that's, that is rude. In fact, there's a strip of rocks next to the sidewalk out front, and Andrew went as far as putting up a sign asking people to be respectful about it and even included a stand with free bags. Ah, that's oh. nice. I have some friends that put a sign up in their, like, on their little yard area. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They got more. Yeah, you just become a target at that point. (laughs) But if you can believe it, some people still weren't respecting the situation, so Andrew installed a security camera to catch them in the act. What is he going to do, shame them? He recently got footage of one of the culprits. (laughs) Some guy with a white dog didn't pick up its poop. Uh Uh-oh. Andrew didn't recognize him, but he used the site next door to put him on blast for it. He did. He did shame them. And apparently the guy saw that post. Because he came back the next night to leave him another gift. Uh-oh. This time, his own poop. Stop it! Oh, oh my gosh! Yuck! Security <laughs> camera caught the guy defecating ah, in the same rock oh, area. Gross. Okay, now we may need to get the police involved. Yeah. So, Andrew called the cops. Yeah. <laughs> 
my gosh. Last we heard, they were still trying to ID the guy, and Denver police says that anyone who defecates in any public place can be charged with a Class 2 offense and can see up to 60 days in jail. Dang. I mean, it's like one of those dog owners that looks just like their dog. (laughs) (laughs) This next laser story is out of Pennsylvania. A man was out at a seafood restaurant with his wife and two children when he ordered a $14 plate of Little Neck Clams. Tasty. Mm. He was enjoying them till he bit down on something hard and oh. spit it out. Uh-oh. His wife thought it was a piece of candy because it looked like a purple dot. Oh, now I'm huh. excited. But 37-year-old Scott <laughs> Overland looked at it a little more closely and realized it was a rare purple pearl. Double rainbow. <laughs> he said he'd never heard of a pearl in a clam and always thought they only came from oysters. Yeah. But nevertheless, a crowd started to gather around the table. Cool. One person <laughs> pulled out their phone to look at the value. Apparently, the pearl is worth between three to $5,000. Wow. And you know her, the wife was like, honey, $14 for an appetizer is really a lot of money. It's a good investment. Scott says the craziest part of his story was that he nearly sent the clams back because they came with a pepper garnish. And his wife is not a fan of peppers. Oh, (laughs) it was her. Okay. He told the local news outlet, quote, I guess sometimes you get rewarded for not being a pain at restaurants. Did you hear that, Boomer? I mean, uh, Brooke? (laughs) Hey. This next laser story. bring up the complaint before. I am not a Boomer. Why do you guys say that? This next laser story is out of Food News. If nothing sounds better on a hot summer day than a big lick of that dive bar floor, then have we got the food product for you. I'll say that because Miller High Life recently partnered <laughs> with Tipsy Scoop to create a boozy ice cream dive bar. Oh, yeah! Okay. Oh, I may be open to this. This ice cream is, of course, infused with High Life beer, but it also has a peanut swirl bringing the saltiness of the quintessential dive bar snack. Cream. It has a hint of tobacco smoke flavor reminiscent of that unforgettable dive bar <laughs> smell. <laughs> It's like, no no matter how long it has been no smoking in that bar, it still reads. Yeah. Still reads, yeah. <laughs> Gooey caramel swirl to incorporate the distinct sticky dive bar floor feeling. Oh. It's all dipped in a dark <laughs> chocolate to evoke the dark wood and dim lighting ambiance that all good dive bars share. Yeah, baby. Yeah. It's like the ingredients without the description sound delicious. Yeah. It's like yeah. It, and it's garnished with a little bit of cigarette ash. Ooh. <laughs> Does it have re- a regret aftertaste? Because that's usually what happens to me at a dive bar. There's a six-pack is available for pre-order now. It'll run you $36. Whoa. You must be 21 or older to purchase because, remember, they do have 5% alcohol content. Score. the whole point of a dive bar that it's cheap? Well, no. Yeah, true. See, I think that's how you bring the Choco Taco back. Put some rum in there. Uh, yeah. Tequila. I'm bringing that back. <laughs> this next laser story is out of the study of studies. If you find yourself exhausted after a college exam or after an episode of Jeopardy, mm. could be because you're tired from thinking too hard. That's a thing? Apparently. Oh, and is now, that why we're so exhausted after this yeah, show? Yeah, I was going to say, I oh. think it happens to me a lot. There's <laughs> science to even back it up. Researchers in France have found that when a brain performs intense cognitive work, huh. typically for a few hours or longer, potentially toxic byproducts build up in the prefrontal cortex that causes cognitive fatigue. <gasps> Did you guys understand uh, any of the words I that I said? Just tired. Yeah. 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 Work make tired. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So when think when Jose's thinking about writing a tease for the show, for example, no. he could be poisoning his own brain mm. with thoughts. Yeah. You guys are poisoning my brain. <laughs> you better stop. Can you get workers' comp for that? You should. You yeah. should sue. 
This kind of buildup can influence how people make their decisions. And when the brain gets tired, it doesn't just use fatigue to push us to switch to a more gratifying activity. That could be a signal to slow down mm. to preserve the integrity of your brain functioning. Uh. Uh. <laughs> Are you guys down to do any shrooms? <laughs> Good idea, Jose. There you go, Jose. Yeah. The study didn't provide a hack for bypassing the mental limitation, oh. other than the usual stuff like getting good rest and good oh, sleep. Boy. Lots of coffee. And that's why this guy can't tie the laces anymore on the shoes. Uh-oh. He is too exhausted. <laughs> so he just calls an Uber, gives that shoe a 20, and tells it to go tie itself. It's been fun. That sound means laser stories is done for the day. We'll do it again same time. On Friday. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We've been doing Battle of the Tinder dates for a few years now. Oh, yeah. And if you don't know, that's where two of our listeners share their worst dating stories. And at the end, we crown one of them the winner with the worst dating life. (laughs) And I've always wondered, what do the winners do after they've accepted their championship title? Like, do you go around and brag to your friends about that? Do you make a homemade sash that you can wear wherever you go that says Miss Tinder? What I mean, but like worst dater? I don't know. (laughs) Do you put it up on your dating profile? Like BT Dubs, my dates go so bad. I won an awful dating competition on the radio. Hit me up. it's reverse psychology. Maybe. You want in on that mess, all right? You know? Or is it one of those things that you're really embarrassed about yeah. and you hide away never to speak of again? <laughs> yeah, right. Like Brooke's third child she had out of wedlock. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Still locked away somewhere. Yeah, we no. don't know where. Don't worry, Corbin. <laughs> Ma- mommy might be ashamed of you and deny your existence, but the rest of the morning show, we love you. Love you, Corbin. Yeah, Fox. I hope you're doing good. Anyway, this may be the only segment on the radio where winners are actually losers. Oh, yeah. And I'm anxious to see who our new champion is going to be today. We got a brand new Battle of the Tinder dates coming up at at 710. Hang on, Corbin. (laughs) Two hopeless daters. One dating app that dares you to swipe right. The question is, whose love life is more tragic? It's Battle of the Tinder Dates. It is the dating game show that gives consent faster than an iPhone user on the terms and conditions page. (laughs) It's Battle of the Tinder Dates, where two of our listeners go head-to-head to to figure out whose dating life is the most tragic. We're going to explain the rules here in just a second, but first, let's meet today's contestants. In this corner... Her best date ever ended with a soft kiss and a little human sacrifice on top of an ancient pyramid at sunset. Say hello to Azteca Rebecca. (laughs) What's up, everybody? Bloody but romantic, Rebecca, so that's good. (laughs) And in the other corner, her secret to beauty is bathing in tomato sauce with two pepperonis on her eyes and shredded mozzarella in her mouth. That's why she's known as Pizza. Maria Maria. That's a deep dish right there. Here's how the game works. One contestant is going to start by telling one of their worst dating stories. Then the other will try and counter with a nightmare story of their own. We're going to go back and forth for three rounds here. And then afterwards, we'll declare a winner. Are our contestants ready? Yeah, we're ready. Yeah, we're ready. All right. Okay. <laughs> we're going to start it with you, Rebecca. Go. So I was with this guy, and we were hot-topping together at his place. 
I noticed that the water started bubbling. Oh, no. That's what hot tubs are With supposed no to jets. do, right? I know. Wait, he, she just said no jets. Oh. Yeah. Oh. And he looked really focused. Oh, that's so embarrassing. So I had to ask, like, what are you doing? And he said he was peeing. What? Oh, Ew. my God. His bubbles when he goes? I wanted it to be a fart. Oh, oh Brock. Oh. Yeah. So I honestly freaked out. And then he told me he does it all the time. <gasps> and it's not a big deal because it's not even his house. It's his parents. Oh. oh. Do they know? Oh, they have to. Oh. Parents always know. Well, yeah. at least he has a supportive family. So oh. that's good. So disgusting. <laughs> Maria, we're over to you. This Tinder date that I went on, at the end of our dinner, uh-huh. this man, he ordered a meal to go. Okay. Okay. Yeah. I asked him if he was still hungry and, and wanted to get dessert, you know, instead of a whole meal. <laughs> but he told me it was for his wife. Oh! oh. Whoa, <laughs> Is that a deal breaker? Or? <laughs> <laughs> this was a stipulation. His wife allows him to date if he brings her back something to keep her happy. Oh, oh, wow. Oh. Most of the time, that's like another partner. Yeah. Right? I, like food. I also love food. Yeah. I mean, it could be a deal I worked out with my husband. He's I don't a, know. He's a good communicator, and he's considerate of yeah. other people. Oh, okay, we're on to round two. Rebecca, back to you. So I was with this guy, and we were at a bar, and I accidentally knocked over his drink. Oh, God. I was trying to order him a new one, but before I could, he started licking it off the table. Oh, savage. And then after slurping it all with his tongue, he tried to kiss me. Oh, bro. Do you just date the most unsanitary people ever? (laughs) Seems like Brooke's style, though. Yeah, that's true. Brooke would lick on the other end until they met in the middle and kissed. Oh, I would not lick the table. Honestly, after all that, I needed a distraction to get out of there. So I built another drink on purpose, and uh. so he could look that up. Meanwhile, I ran to the back. Nice. It's like a little kitty cat. Yeah. <laughs> okay, Maria, you got to step it up. What do you got? So, my date called me about uh, maybe about a half an hour before our meetup, mm-hmm. and he asked if I could drive because his car wouldn't start. So I said okay, and uh, I met him at his apartment. Uh-huh. Before he got in my car, he asked if my car was safe. Safe? And I laughed and I said, uh, yeah. Mm-hmm. He then proceeded to pull out a clipboard <laughs> and did a 30-point inspection. <laughs> oh. What? And for only $300, he could stick them on the spot. Oh, oh sounds like a bargain. Yeah. <laughs> then we're on to the third and final round here. Ladies, these need to be your best stories. So as Tekka Rebecca, give it to us. Okay. A guy invited me to get seafood with him. So we drive to like a random dock, but there's not a restaurant around. And I ask what's going on. And he walks me down to this like small wooden fishing boat and then tells me we're going to catch our own dinner to make sure it's fresh. Oh, hey, that's a manly man. It's kind of romantic. Yeah, I if like you want to spend eight hours with someone, like, <laughs> yeah. how long is this date? And sometimes you literally don't catch a fish. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Then he tells me that he has the fishing gear but forgot the bait mm. and oh, then the kicker was he asked me if i would be willing to cut my hand and bleed into the water what? to attract oh. the bigger fish oh, no. oh. be a Did gentleman you man you cut yeah, your own hand he's gotta hold the fishing pole <laughs> okay maria this is the last chance so my tinder date offered to cook dinner for me 
So I went over to his house, mm-hmm. and the door was open, and I could hear moaning coming from the kitchen. Uh-oh. Oh, no. So I went in, but he didn't see that I was there. So I'm just watching him talk and, and moan to himself about how good the food was tasting. Oh. And then he French kissed his wooden spoon. Oh, oh. wow. I got to try that dinner. Was it that good? <laughs> Did you get a little jealous of that spoon? I wouldn't know because I just slowly backed up and left. Oh. Oh. I, I think you missed oh. out, Maria, but what do I know? <laughs> that final bell means the match is over. Time to send it over to the judges to see how to score it. Alexis, what do you think? I'm going Rebecca for peeing in the hot tub. Oh, that's right. disgusting. I'm One sorry. for Rebecca. Brooke? Oh, I can't get over the licking the drinks off the bar, the pee either. Rebecca. That means congratulations, Azteca Rebecca. Yeah. As a reward for your dating fails, Brooke is going to sleep with one of your exes and then give them a disappointing sigh afterwards. (laughs) I guess I'll take the seafood bleeder. I don't know. (laughs) Oh, God, I didn't think I'd actually win this. I guess my dating life is that bad. (laughs) It sounds like you're crying, but it's okay. Probably not the last time you're going to cry. Yeah. Not me on this show. That's Battle of the Tinder Dates. Phone taps coming up next. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. What's the ultimate nightmare for someone who runs a bakery? Mm. Uh, it burning down? I thought I was going to say run out of sugar. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah, or flour. Or how about an irate parent calling because you screwed up their kid's birthday cake? <laughs> oh, that's got to be up there. And, Brooke, what would you do if that happened to little Alder? If his birthday cake, got, I've never even ordered a birthday cake. Okay. Oh, I know. Well, what a oh, bad. Wow. Oh, yes. <laughs> he doesn't deserve oh, cake. You no. deserve a birthday if you're listening. You're we love up. you. Maybe learn to read, Alder, and then oh, you can tell oh, me. Oh, that's sad. I was, wow. The, the answer I was going oh, for God. is you call the manager of the bakery and make him feel bad about oh, himself yeah. by telling the whole oh. sordid story. Wrong answer, bro. Was that in the parenting book that I didn't read? That is. So that's exactly what I did today. Day, and things, of course, got weird. <laughs> it's your phone tap right now. It's another phone tap. And weekday mornings on the 20s. Crust Bakery, this is Nicholas. How may I help you? Nicholas, are you the manager? I am. What, what can I do for you, sir? Yeah, my name's Brett Nummers. You delivered a cake to my house this past Sunday, and there was an issue with it. Oh, okay, Brett. Uh, I apologize for uh-huh. the issue. What was the problem? Your delivery guy didn't say anything about this? Uh, no, sir. Nothing? The first time I'm here. No, nothing. I'm, I apologize. Can you? Okay. Uh, well, first of all, your delivery guy shows up super late, basically at the end oh. of my son's birthday party. Oh, I, I'm, I'm sorry to hear that. What, what was you the... should be sorry because my son's over there crying and your delivery guy gets there. So we just rush the cake into the party room. Mm-hmm. All the kids are just crowded around it. And we open the box and what do we see? A big booby cake. <laughs> Uh, a big booby cake? Don't act like you've never heard of a booby cake. You made it. It's cake with two giant anatomically correct frosted breasts on top. <laughs> uh, sir, I... Is this funny? No, I, sir, I'm... Uh, uh, my apologies, I just... We were expecting a Paw Patrol cake. And instead, yeah, it was like Girls Gone Wild for first graders. Sir, that's, that's horrible. I, it I, is horrible. Uh, this, this should not have happened. Well, it gets worse because one kid points at the cake and goes, that's my mom. I, what? Yeah, and I'm doing damage control saying, oh, uh, no, 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 those aren't women's boobs. The, the, you know, those are the great dome mountains of Tokyo. And uh, one kid goes, well, why are there cherries on top of both of them? Um, 
Boy, that that sounds like it was an awful situation for you to be. Yeah, it was. My head was spinning, just I, trying yeah, to come me. up with answers to shut these kids up. You never, you you never should have been put in that situation, sir. Yeah, you're telling me. And then probably the worst part is the littlest boy there, named Stuart, gets up on the table and began to latch. Oh no! Yeah, he put his mouth uh, right on top of one of the peaks. <laughs> oh gosh! Again, uh, you're laughing. You think that's funny? No, no. I just, I'm, I'm just overwhelmed. I, you're I, overwhelmed. I, like, I'm, you're seriously, your delivery driver didn't mention any of this to you. Not, not, not a word of it. That was. Like, wow. I mean, he's not here yet today. It's still pretty early in the day. Maybe, maybe he just hasn't told me because he's he's not here. That's not my problem. I, of course not. I, I know. I just. I, and what what am I supposed to do in that situation? I just had to roll with it. So yeah, ex- instead of taking the cake away, I just popped a candle in each bosom. <laughs> Sir, you, you didn't. Oh, I did. My kid blows him out with a big eating grin on his face. That looked great in the photos. You. I, I'm sorry, sir. You, you took photos? Yeah, I took photos at my child's birthday party. I'm a good dad. Sure, sure, of course. Of course you are. Is that I, weird to you that I, I, know, I commemorate my son's big events in life? No, 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 no of course not. I just, if, if this was that alarming of a situation, it just seems surprising. I'll tell you what's surprising. After he blew the candles out, two older boys peer pressured him to motorboat the cake. Oh, no. That was surprising. Sure. Sure, you've got to be joking. There's... I am dead serious. They held him up by the legs. Frosting going everywhere. I I, I don't. Yeah, I, I don't, don't either. I was just helpless, crying over in the corner of the room, yelling, stop it, leave him alone. But, you know, my son's having the time of his life getting right up in those cakes. Holy sh**. Just <laughs> right in that uh, chocolate. Oh, boy. So uh, now all the parents think I'm some kind of neighborhood pervert because of your booby cake delivery. Sure, should not have happened. This sounds like it was a, okay. a terrible strain. You on can drop the act. I know you did this on purpose. I just want to know why. Uh, I on purpose, I, sir. I swear to God, that, that, like I didn't know anything about this. I, I would never do that to a child. Oh yeah, right. We do cakes for bachelor parties. But maybe the orders got switched. Or, uh, like I'll have to go oh. and, and look at the order. Okay, that makes sense. Because it did have something written on the bottom. Oh, that might help me find it. What, what was written on there? I'm looking at the pictures right now. It says, this is a prank phone call from Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Can you explain that? What? <laughs> yeah, dude. My name's Jeff from the radio show Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. We're doing a phone tap on you, man. Oh, God. Oh, thank God. <laughs> oh, 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 man. Oh, don't worry, you didn't deliver a boob cake to a seven-year-old's birthday party. <laughs> no, I just, like, trying to not laugh at the kid motorboating the cake. Dude, if you're jealous, you could have whatever's left. Oh, God. Stuart's still latching on to one of the peaks, so you're going to have to fight him for it. <laughs> Wake up every morning with phone tabs. Weekday mornings on the 20s. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. It's a risk falling in love with anybody, but especially with someone you've never met who lives hundreds of miles away. Ooh. Uh, yeah. yeah uh, definitely. Red flag. It's more than a risk. It's kind of weird, dude. Because well, sure, you can text with them and talk over the phone. Oh, okay. They're not strangers. But good, then good. the day comes when you finally meet face to face. Oh, I'm nervous. And you see them and you realized, oh, no. What? They're a Hemsworth? Oh, wait. 
Oh, I just got out of this love quadrangle thing with the Jonas Brothers. I can't <laughs> jump into this now. That's uh, more drama. I well, would jump. I would jump yeah. very hard. <laughs> well, one of our listeners actually paid to fly a woman out to meet him for the very first time after Ooh. they wow. connected online. Oh. And the date went so bad, she actually rebooked her return flight Ooh. home to be a day earlier. Oh, oh, that is bad. It must be the Hemsworth that we don't talk about. <laughs> Yikes. Or as the Jonas Brothers would say, what a man got to do. So what? you're going to hear. Did say that? <laughs> that? Is that a song? That's a song. I didn't, I didn't know. know you were such a fan. <laughs> I'm telling you, they really okay. messed me up. Okay. You're going to hear what happened with our listeners, though, when we do your brand new second date update next. Second date update. Nowadays, most people who are on Facebook use it to either stalk their exes to find out who they're dating now. Okay. Purchase discount Chinese-made products off the marketplace. Wait a minute. Or angrily scream their political beliefs in all caps (laughs) while vowing to unfriend anyone who disagrees with them. (laughs) Everything that's happening in the world. This all checks out. Right. This all checks out, Jeffrey. Apparently, there are some people who still use Facebook to find love. Are they, oh, are they I'm also in that category? Are they not in a senior center? It could be, because that's what happened to one of our listeners, Eric. So Eric, which extremist chat group did you meet your lady in? <laughs> we met on the comment sections of a Facebook group called Gross Food. Gross Food. Oh, oh, okay. okay. I think that's that is cool. the only thing left that's fun on Facebook are, are the funny groups yeah. you can be part of. That and the Brooke and Jeffrey Facebook page. It's a lot oh, of fun. True. That's which, a lot of sorry. fun. Yeah, you <laughs> should go follow if you yeah. haven't already. But uh, <laughs> tell us, Eric, about the girl that you met. What's her name? Samantha. Okay. Samantha. Okay. What's funny is that I wanted to ask first about the gross food that you both commented on. Yeah. yeah. Actually, I was thinking that. Okay. What was it? Yeah, it was this uh, chili burger, and it just it looked awful. Oh yeah, sometimes chili is like a weird brownish. Not a like, real for liquidy. photograph friendly food. No. That is definitely for sure. Actually, Eric sent us a picture of the Oh he did? Is of that what you just ran out of the studio? So here it is. I printed it out. It looks oh, exactly absolutely what I yeah. oh, it's runny chili. It, That's uh, yeah. it looks oh. like somebody <laughs> took two buns and then reached into a porta potty, basically. Ew. Don't say that. But I will say, I mean, it I, lives up uh, to the gross food uh, filter that you needed to post. Yeah. Pretty disgusting. <laughs> How did you guys start talking about it? She was like, is it bad that I want to put that in my face? And I was oh. like, oh, oh. 20 bucks. Can I watch? Hey, hey, hey. Oh. You guys were meant for each other. Wow. <laughs> I love it. Because after I saw that, oh, wow, that's a visual. I mean, uh, yeah. still eat it. It just looks gross. So okay. did you actually, like, you actually parlayed that into a date? Well, yeah, sort of. I mean, we started DMing for a while, and uh, I really did want to hang out, but she told me that she doubted I could actually watch her eat it because we live, like, 300 miles apart. Oh, right. Oh. I was going to say, like, what are the chances you're in the same city? Well, that's yeah. what video chat yeah. dates are for. Yeah. That's true. Video chat eating this? Is that what yeah. you guys did? Uh, no, so we we stayed friends on Facebook for a few weeks, and uh, mostly just talked about food and getting to know each other and stuff. And I was finally like, "Hey, uh, what if I fly you out over my way, and uh, oh. we try to cook the chili burger together?" 
Nice. Oh, move, bro. you're gonna cook that thing together? You're gonna fly I like her See, out. That's what you're thinking. I'm thinking she's gonna spend a whole weekend with a stranger that she met on Facebook. <laughs> well, she can get a hotel, or he can get her a hotel, and right? They, they also talked for a few weeks. He said before he made that offer, it's right? Still, Eric? like a lot of time yeah, yeah. with one person. But so she was kind of surprised, but she eventually said okay, and wow. we chose the weekend to do it. Nice. Wow. Okay. So you guys spent a whole weekend together. Yeah, kind of. What was it like when you picked her up at the airport? Well, I offered, but she didn't want me to. Oh, you know oh, what? Okay. She has some like safety. Is she standards. just trying to get, a, or is she just trying to get yeah. a free weekend vacation? Did you it actually? Could be. She's but, like, I'm Ubering into the hotel. I'll be fine. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of times we don't look our best as soon as we get off of an airplane. Very so maybe true. she needed some time to collect herself before the actual date started. That's a good point. Yeah. So I mean, when did you guys finally meet up? Uh, she came over to my place, and we had the same chemistry that we had online. Nice. Good. That's really important, dude. Yeah. But uh, then the disappointment started. Uh-oh. Oh. No. Why? You, who yeah. was disappointed? Both of you? Or... <laughs> Both of us. Yeah, the recipe was just awful. So the one that we found said that you should bake the burger, like no. the raw meat and the chili and the cheese and everything together all wrapped inside a tinfoil. Oh, oh, that sounds so mushy and disgusting. No wonder Gross. it looks so awful in the yeah. picture. Yeah. I mean, you're following recipes based on gross food pictures. Like, what are you expecting to get? That was the hilarious point, right? Like, let's recreate but it. Why would you be disappointed? Like, I get. I mean, how did that turn out? I mean, after an hour, it was a total mess. It was uh-huh. Horrible. And it just wasn't uh-huh. done. So we put it back in the oven and we tried cooking it some more and thought we'd eat it again later. But she said it was getting late. And oh. she should go back to her hotel. Okay. Wow. But uh, I was like, you know, you can stay over. It's all right if you want. That but, sounds uh, romantic. What a <laughs> sweet talker. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, was there any yeah, chemistry yeah. between you two? Like, you're watching a show, nothing happened. There was no... Yeah, there was good chemistry at the beginning of it. But, like, as the anticipation for this nightmare burger that we've been waiting for and talking about for weeks just rose, I just got nervous. Okay. Wow. So, okay. so the horrible oh, food that you planned to make yeah. was so horrible mm-hmm. that it actually ruined the day. Yeah. Oh, oh God. I mean, oh. How gross emotionally as well. Yeah. How did you I'm end sorry. things that night? Well, I got real nervous, and I was like, you want to play a board game? So I started mm. pulling some out and stuff, but oh, she yeah. wasn't into it. Yeah. yeah, I mean, uh, I don't want to fly to a new city to play board games inside. Are, I feel like exactly. he should have taken Not her even... out at that point, yeah. like shown her around. Totally. Let's go to a real restaurant. Yeah. Like, let's get some good food. I don't know. Playing Candyland with a stranger in his apartment could be kind of fun. <laughs> that sounds like Facebook, honestly. Uh, like, that's what I expect. It's full circle. Yeah, he's like, you want to play Farmville? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. So did you guys meet up the next day? No, nah, she took an early flight home, and that was it. She even paid the change fee to make it happen. Yeah. <laughs> you know you're Come desperate on. to get out when that happens. So, this is uh, looking kind of bleak at the moment, but we've, yeah. we've started off with worse. Do you like her still? Yeah, of course. I mean, that's why I reached out. I mean, yeah. I want another chance at something that isn't going to go terrible. Well, and you okay. had chemistry. The very beginning, before you cooked, you said you felt the same chemistry. So there's something there. But you gotta ref- you gotta find it, bro. Yes. We're gonna help you find it. We're yeah. gonna play a song. We'll come back, call Samantha for you, and get your second date update right after this. All right? Awesome. Thanks. All right, hold on. Second date update. How do two people, hundreds of miles apart, have a common bond? 
I'll tell you how. Sounds deep, Jeffrey. <laughs> it's through gross-looking food. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> because that's where they met, on a Facebook group dedicated to ugly meals. Oh. We're talking about Eric and Samantha. They both commented on the same chili burger, and mm-hmm. sparks flew from there. It's gross. Isn't life yeah. amazing that people can connect that way now? Yeah, I actually do love that. Just, Any type of food. I will continue to stay off Facebook. <laughs> this didn't do it for you. No. Flash oh, forward. You don't belong there. Flash forward to their wedding, and it's like I married this woman because we both commented on a burger that looks like it was found in an outhouse at Coachella. Ew. I love this woman. I mean, we've There's had chili burgers all over. Everyone's eating chili burgers. That's you sweet. guys are getting way ahead of yourself. We couldn't this. even get through one successful night I... after he paid for a plane ticket. Oh, for okay, God's sake. you can focus on all the negative stuff, okay. but I think yeah. life is pretty great. Oh, that's good, Jeff. Except... I'm imagining their six-tier chili cake. Yeah. Oh, okay. Except it might not be that great because they did try to recreate the recipe that they saw online, which took so long that Samantha left and went back to her hotel and then rebooked her flight home for the next morning. Oh wow! Brooke, what's your take on this type of messy love? <laughs> Maybe she just was. Wasn't as dedicated to gross food as you thought. Mm. Oh. You know, you should have just dropped an it. In the yeah, group. I mean, I'm just saying. Eric, you maybe hear that? She... You're too good for her. <laughs> maybe she actually likes attractive food. Mm-hmm. Oh. Yeah, I mean, we had a great conversation for like multiple weeks about it, so I think we we're on the same page. Yeah, mm. that's true. You guys. Just a long way for that still to be a thing, though. Like I the mean... joke that should have ended. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Did you connect over other things? Yeah, I mean, we talked about a bunch of stuff over the phone and via text and stuff. Yeah, Brooke, stuff. a bunch of stuff. A stuff. Okay. Yeah, they connected over another, stuff. Another group they're in. It's yeah, just yeah. stuff. Bunch of stuff. That's gross. A lot of hoarders in that group. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Now we're going to ask her a bunch of stuff when we call Samantha and try and get the second date update for you. All right, Eric, here we go. Yeah, definitely, please. Okay. And, like, I know you guys normally do, like, gift cards or something, but if you could get her just a flight out, that would be great. Oh, oh, let's slow it down, ahead. Eric. Have you looked at a radio station's budget yeah. lately? Yeah. yeah, here's 300 Delta gift cards. Yeah. We'll work on it. Okay. Let's just dial her number and see what she has to say. Here we go. Hello? Hey, is this Samantha? Yeah. Hey, Samantha, what's up? This is Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Oh, yeah. She may not listen. I don't you're know right. if we're, I don't know if we're on in your voice. city. Yeah. We're on in a lot of cities, Samantha. Yeah, we're a radio show. Hi. A radio show? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we do a segment here called A Second Date Update. We're trying to help one of our listeners get in touch with you after you went, you went out really far for him. You flew 300 <laughs> miles to hang out with him. Eric called you? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yes. He... Thanks. You're fantastic. That's so weird. Really? Oh, why is that weird. weird? I don't know. Like, it sounds like he went a long ways to make sure that you could come visit him. He played for Well, technically, ticket. she went a long well, ways know, to visit him. I know. But you guys had a big connection. Like, why would you say yes to an entire weekend with somebody if you didn't? Oh, my God. This is, like, really awkward to talk about just generally. But, like, I don't even know if you guys are real people. Like, what? You got us. We are robots. <laughs> That was so dorky. <laughs> yeah. I loved it. That I joke is it. so bad. Only a human could have possibly come up with that. Yeah. We're real. We're, we're real and we're seriously trying to help out one of our listeners because he's really confused after your hangout. He does not know why you ran back to your hotel and then booked a flight home the next morning. Yeah, I know. But, like, did 
Eric tell you the story? I don't know. I mean, we heard about your guys are going to make a chili burger at his apartment, and it was taking way longer than expected. Started it, to get late. He tried pulling out some board games, and you you had to go. That's all we really know. He feels. Well, oh, I had to go because he kept asking me to stay the night, and that was the first time we met. Right. He said he mentioned yeah. that he told you he could stay, but he kept asking me, and I was mm. like, Eric, I don't know you like this has been a nice date and he was like pouting he was like doing the guy thing of like oh but like you came out here like i really like hanging out with you all of that yeah he was making you feel guilty about it yeah and i'm like i don't even know you like you almost like you invited me here under false pretenses yeah 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 that's understandable we did not know that he made you feel that way and honestly i don't know if eric realizes he made you feel that way either Mm -hmm. but we can ask him right now because he's on the other line listening and wants to talk to you yeah hey i i didn't mean to make you feel uncomfortable i was just trying to be hospitable and it's not like well eric the fact that i wasn't like answering your tax staffer sure Say something. Oh. <laughs> All right. Cool. All right. Good, good phone call, everybody. Phone call's over I mean, there. it's hard. <laughs> Eric, you're not a man of many words. Uh-uh. Maybe you should have, like, talked to her more. I mean, maybe that's why she felt uncomfortable, because the only thing that was coming out of your mouth was that question over <laughs> and over again. Were you drinking that night? Maybe you forgot that you asked that question. Yeah. I guess. I mean, I don't know. I don't think it's that rude to offer someone to not have to go drive their car, rental car, around a city they don't know. Yeah, but I said that I didn't want to stay. So I'm actually really glad I got a hotel because what kind of position would that put me in, you know? Yeah. Oh, you paid for your own hotel? Yeah. Okay. But, I I mean, I had a spare bedroom for you. I guess I didn't really go into the details about everything, but probably should have. Yeah, yeah no, I mean, I wouldn't even have done that. I don't know you. Yeah. I'm, like, single, going into a new city that I don't know, and then, like, it would have been different if we were, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, like, officially dating, but we weren't, and this was just, like, a first-time thing. Yeah. Okay, well, well, do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> oh, no, no, uh, Eric. I don't think that was what no. she meant. He's kidding, guys. I gotta say. Although, you know, it, is, it is a joke. good question. Would you have an answer for him, Samantha? No. <laughs> No, stop it. Not like that. I'm not going to do that over the yeah. radio. Oh, I'm not stopping you. <laughs> Sorry, the Samantha, radio move wasn't good. Maybe you should text her the question. <laughs> I don't think that he was purposely trying to make you feel uncomfortable. But, Eric, I do think if you're going to invite a woman into your city, you have to go the extra mile to make sure if she feels safe and that mm-hmm. she feels comfortable. Coming mm-hmm. from someone who has offered and flown girls out to cities, okay, you always make sure they know... They have a hotel. No they expectations. Never ha- absolutely yeah. not. You do your thing, and it's all about communication. Show them that gesture. Take the front door off of the hinge just so that they know <laughs> you can get out whenever you want. It is wide open. I mean, Sam, maybe it just didn't cross his mind. You know, like, guys don't have to think about that when they go into new That's cities true. to meet people. Yeah. Yeah, well, I mean, I feel like I've just totally screwed the pooch on this one, and there's no real recovery, but, I mean, I'd still like to have a second chance. Was that a sorry I heard in there? I heard something about pooch screwing, but well, let's call it let's call it sorry. <laughs> I'm sorry, no, this is just too weird. I feel like it doesn't make sense to like have 
strangers I've never met speaking for him. Yeah, I that's mean, true. it is one of those things. You got to go with your gut on this, and that's, that's what your gut's yeah. telling you. Well, I just don't want this potential relationship to go down in flames because so few people in this world actually bond over gross food. There's a whole page for it, Jeffrey. It seems like there's like hundreds of thousands. Yeah, of yeah but how many of them actually fall in love? Yeah, that's no. true. none. Apparently, they didn't either. <laughs> we wanted it to be one. Okay. Uh, yeah, I mean, I really wanted to try a meatball shake that I saw with her, but. Oh. Eric, I think we're done here. Well, yeah. hold on, Samantha, because we would offer to pay for that meatball oh, shake no. on your second <laughs> date. I think you... I can afford to make a meatball shake on my own. Yeah. Oh, <laughs> oh that's right. We were talking to Moneybag Samantha. That's a girl who makes her own meatballs, Jeffrey, all right? <laughs> Excuse me. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Well, that may have been the most cringeworthy moment of the entire year. It would have been different if we were, like, boyfriend-girlfriend, like, officially dating, but we weren't, and this was just, like, a first-time thing. Yeah. Okay, well, well, do you want to be my girlfriend? <laughs> oh, no. No, uh, Eric. Uh, Why did you have to play it? What if he's listening right now? I mean, he, 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 he already had to live through it once. <laughs> he's the one who said it. Oh. Honestly, thank God she said no to that. Because yeah. if that worked, I would have thrown my headphones down and been like, I'm done with this job. Like, is it really that easy? What happened to you all rooting for love? I don't know. I'm over you it at this point. You just don't want easy love. You Hon- want hard love. Honestly, he didn't even sound like he was into there for most of the call. Yeah. It doesn't sound like he's a guy who's like super passionate maybe about anything. Yeah, like, like he I don't not know. be a romantic guy. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, I feel like he learned a lot from this. Mm-hmm. I know. For example? Uh, not pressuring people to stay at his house when they don't want yes. to. Make people feel comfortable. Yeah. I don't know if he actually learned that lesson. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah his lesson's like next time, ask her to be my girlfriend yeah. before then, I fly her out. Yeah. <laughs> but uh, we can help you learn some important life lessons in your dating life. You or just make fun of you afterwards. Sure. Yeah. We'll do it all. Just email the show. We'll call the person who isn't calling you back. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning. Brooke's going for her third win in a row today, and you're going to be playing somebody that has played you once, tied you once, tried once, died once. It's Elizabeth from Marysville. Hello, wow. Elizabeth. Hi, guys. And, and brought back to life once, it yeah. sounds like. <laughs> Are you nervous? Uh, not really. I was the first time, but... It's just normal. Just I'm, I'm ready, on the yeah. radio. <laughs> after, people, after people heard you play the game, you know, did you get any response from friends, family? Uh, well, they were just like, go faster next time because oh. you got in more questions than I did. It oh. is a good strat. Everybody's just... a critic, aren't they? <laughs> Everybody's yeah. a critic. Right. So easy when you're not live. Yeah. Now's your chance to see if you learn from your mistakes. Brooks leaving the studio while that happens. Elizabeth, here's how the game works. 30 seconds on the clock to answer as many questions as possible. If you don't know when you can say pass, but you have to beat Brooke outright to win. Are you ready? I'm ready. Here we go. Your time starts now. Today's National Thrift Shop Day. What year did the song Thrift Shop by Macklemore come out? 2011. What was the first pizza chain in America? Pizza Hut. Does sound travel faster in air or water? In air. The Quran is the holy book of which religion? Uh, Pass. When referring to Washington, D.C., what does the D.C. stand for? District of Columbia. What's the tallest mountain in Washington? Mount Rainier. 
Ooh, oh, I think good. Elizabeth may have learned from her previous mistakes. She Brooke is coming quick. back into the studio, even though I didn't wave her in. That's okay. I did. Oh, my bad. Well, my bad. It, I'm the one that's supposed to give approval I'm for this sorry. thing. I actually can't see you from the window, so I always just go with what Jose says. Oh, okay. Well, yeah. Jose has officially screwed up this entire game. I apologize, <laughs> Were you guys Elizabeth. Not done? Was there more questions? I was going to chit-chat with Elizabeth, but screw it. Why Let's can't just... I be here for that? Because it's weird when you're in here. <laughs> he wanted to have a private convo. I know. I'm sorry, Jess. Okay, you you do the chit-chat with Elizabeth. What do you want to ask her? (laughs) Oh, just, you know, I didn't think of a question to ask Elizabeth. Isn't that great? Elizabeth, uh, do you have any weird talents? Um, no, I don't. Good work, bro. Come on, Disappointing. Worst question. Disappointing. (laughs) Not one thing. This segment has fallen flat on its face. Brooke, here we go. Your turn. Your (laughs) time starts now. Today is National Thrift Shop Day. What year did the song Thrift Shop by Macklemore come out? Ooh, I'm going to go 2015. What was the first pizza chain in America? Mm, Pizza Hut. Does sound travel faster in air or water? Mm, water. The Quran is the holy book of which religion? Uh, Islam. When referring to Washington, D.C., what does the D.C. stand for? District of Columbia. What is the tallest mountain in Washington? Uh, Rainier. Answers are in. We're going to go to the scoreboard to see how you both did with Jose. I don't know what we're yelling about! <laughs> Bolaños. I love that movie. Elizabeth, you got three correct today. Oh, solid. Is that better than the last time, Elizabeth? Yeah, last time it was two. Okay, Ooh, all right. Moving. And Brooke got the same amount, not more than like last time. Oh, okay. Same amount of questions in, and Brooke got five. Oh. <laughs> she is good. Smokes you on that I'm one, sorry, sorry, Elizabeth. Here's the answers for everybody. Today's National Thrift Shop Day. The song Thrift Shop by Macmore came out in 2012. Oh. Dang. Oh, Time flies. Like over a decade ago That's now. That's crazy. Jeez, that's depressing. The first pizza chain in America was Pizza Hut, which opened in 1958. Shut Domino's up. came in 1960. Stuff crust just changed the game. Crust. That was a lot later, though. Yeah, but I'm just saying. Yeah. Be- Shout out to pizza. Okay. Between <laughs> air and water, sound travels faster in water. Because the water particles are packed more densely. I guess that makes it move faster. Interesting. The Quran is the holy book of Islam. In referring to Washington, D.C., the D.C. means District of Columbia. And the tallest mountain in Washington is Mount Rainier. So, Elizabeth... I'm sorry, we can't give you any money here, but just for playing, you do win a pair of tickets to see Kevin Hart perform at Climate Pledge Arena on December 10th. Oh, awesome. Jose yes. was actually supposed to headline that show, but oh, he had to play headline. video games on Twitch. Yeah, so, yeah I had to cancel. That and makes it's sense. Literally across the street from me. Yeah. Yeah. I live right next to the arena. I'm sorry, you're going to have to settle for Kevin Hart, Elizabeth. Yeah, I do stream Saturday nights and during the day. Sometimes follow me on Twitch. Sorry. Oh, yeah. If you don't want to go to the... Gosh, now Kevin Hart's show is going to be empty because everybody's going to be home <laughs> watching Jose on Twitch. He's right. a fellow comedian. He may just come across the street and play yeah. with me. When do you think <laughs> the last time Kevin Hart was in a one-bedroom apartment? Ever. All right, Elizabeth. That's really funny, Brooke. We're having too much fun over here. Thank you so much for playing. Thank you. We'll be back to do Winbrook's Bucks same time tomorrow. Brooke and Jeffrey in the morning.